2: Hello, welcome to this Cricket Badger India vs England daily podcast, by the fans, for the fans. We're at Kohli's India, with Rohit Sharma, Jaspreet Bumrah and Ravi Ashwan, and young starlets like Rishabh Pant and Shubman Gill. They play host to Joe Root's England, with Jimmy Anderson, Ben Stokes, Stuart Broad and young talents like Ollie Pope and Zach Crawley. It's always England's toughest tour, good luck to both sides, may the best team win.
3: Hello everybody, welcome along. It's another edition of the India Against England Daily Podcast. And we've just seen another very one-sided game. This time though, it's one apiece because India have beaten England by seven wickets with 13 balls remaining. Ishan Kishin, the star. We'll talk about him, I'm sure, as we go through this podcast. We're going to be joined by Ash, Neil, Rito and Knuckles going to join us as well at some stage, I think too. But let's start off with Ash from an English perspective. All joy after that first game. Complete role reversal today, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, not not a, a good day for England at the office, you wouldn't have said. It. Disappointing. I think it was almost expected after we lost the toss. I think it's become clear I'm at a bad at the moment with it being quite a new ground. It seems you want to win the toss and you want to be chasing, but that's no excuse for England today. They just weren't up to, not only were they not up to standard in general for a inter, for inter, uh, top international T20, but they weren't up to standard by their standards. We, we expect so much more of them. and The batting was okay, was pretty good until the last five overs where we just struggled to ever accelerate and get us to that sort of 180 target we probably wanted. And then bowling-wise, I think we were carrying three bowlers today and you can't be doing that against a good side like India
3: Rito from a, an English perspective again you're one of our England badges on this podcast England didn't bowl very well today did they as, as Ash indicated there, never really put any pressure on that Indian side who came out of the traps quickly England had no answer
0: yeah much like Ash mentioned really James India were outclassed on Friday and England were outclassed today and it all started pretty well for England in the field with Sam and bowling a wicked maiden but as soon as James uh, Joss butler Sorry, James. Josh Butler dropped Kohli. I'd I'd have dropped it as well. I'd have dropped it as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's when things started going downhill for England. And that's when, uh, and from that over since, Tom Curran came into the attack, Ben Stokes came into the attack, and they all leaked runs. And it was all problems for Owen Morgan.
3: Ash, it's asking a lot, isn't it, for some of these players who haven't played for a bit to come in and just pick up where they left off in white ball cricket against other players who have been going strong for a while now? Somebody like Tom Curran, difficult to find his feet.
2: Yeah, it's going to be difficult, but I think the the issue for me is that I don't think Tom Curran's been in good form for a long while anyway, so I feel like having not been in good form for a long while, a bit like, I guess you could say, with and Ali in the, the red ball, it's then... Then dropping someone in, it's just for me, it's never going to end well. I wouldn't have been picking Tom Curran today. He's, he's almost been left out to dry, I guess, in a sense, because as you say, he's, he's not played in a while. And the last time he has sort of played, it didn't go particularly great for him then back in the summer. So nah, not a good day all round, I would have said.
3: Neil, you were looking for a response from your Indian side and they gave it to you today, didn't they?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have to say I was a little bit wary at the toss. Um I think that we did very well in winning it. It seems to matter um, quite a bit, although less so from a, a due perspective. Um, Owen Morgan said that that wasn't really a factor, but I'm not entirely sure. Maybe it's a case of learning how the best way to bat on a surface is uh, if you bat in second. But I was slightly apprehensive in only having five people who could bowl. Hardix bowled about six or seven overs in the last year, and relying on him to get through his full forward seemed to be quite a, um, a stretch but it works out.
3: Neil, I thought um, with the Hardik issue obviously they only bowled five bowlers or they only fielded five bowlers he had to bowl his four today and it was a risk but it's also a good sign from India's perspective that they trusted him to do that he's obviously fit enough they can see that he's okay and he's ready to go.
1: To be fair to him when he didn't bowl and he bowled a little bit more than he was expected to or possibly supposed to under medical advice in Australia he actually did very well and picked up a couple of wickets there. The worry was that he, um, he reacted um, a couple of months ago when he played white ball in Australia um, and needed to be rested. So we'll have to see, considering the games are coming thick and fast. But to see him bowling is a very, very good sign because it adds that little bit of flexibility, much in the same way that Ben Stokes' bowling adds that flexibility to England. Uh, it means that you can have five proper bowlers and then if one of them's having an absolute shocker, you can bring someone in. So to see Hardick doing that again is brilliant.
3: Elvis Presley once said, we're caught in a trap. We can't get out, but we might be able to soon. Hopefully COVID-19 will be behind us and we can get back on the cricket pitch this summer. And you need to make it count. BlackRatCricket.com They have an original range, a rodent range, a little rat range. Bats made by cricketers for cricketers. Make 2021 count. BlackRatCricket.com Join the infestation. Nackle has joined us now. Nackle, I want to talk to you about Ishan Kishan. Anybody that's watched a lot of IPL cricket uh, over the last few years knows him from the Mumbai Indians, knows he's fairly fearless. He comes out, he plays some tremendous... Cricket. That was his international debut today. Fifty six off thirty two, five fours, four sixes. You could see the enjoyment that Virat Kohli was having down the other end, watching this young star coming out and flourishing in front of a big crowd. There, there was some pressure on his shoulders, and he just took to it like a duck to water today, didn't he?
4: While under IPL, flattening the learning curve in a sense, the the international debut is not so much of a factor when you're as experienced in IPL as Ishan Kishan is. He's only twenty two years old, but he's played a big part in the last two wins for the Mumbai Indians in the uh, in the IPL at number three. Opening this time is unusual for him. He doesn't do that in the IPL but he does do it in, in domestic cricket for Mumbai and has done so superbly um, even in this sort of half season that he's been able to play and yeah, he was brilliant uh, today. Showed exactly why he was picked, did exactly what he was picked to do. He's very, very powerful over the leg side. I think England took too long to work out that they shouldn't be bowling short uh, with the exception of Archibald and the odd bouncer. Particularly to him, he's very powerful over the, over the leg side and he did exactly what he was brought into the team
3: to do I was looking at the uh, the dugout knuckle and Shikha Darwin's there clapping his hands when Ishan doing well but in a way, it's uh, almost the end of Shikhar Dhawan potentially, isn't it? Because if Ishan Kishan finds his feet as he has done in that Indian side, there's no room back for Shikha
4: uh, Shikhar Dhawan, I think, was always likely to be the reserve opener. In fact, I think India said that before the start of the series. Rohit Sharma was rested for the first two games, and that Shikhar Dhawan only got his chance as a result. They've said that Rohit Sharma and KL Rahul are the are the go to openers uh, for for India, probably based on the. I think there's a danger of overreacting. Uh, KL Rahul's innings was not good today. I don't. I wouldn't be particularly Caring about the duck, but the 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 lack of intent, the lack of positivity, the sort of pokey, hesitant nature of the innings, and also uh, and and similar in his one on on Friday, will be a little bit of a of a worry. I mean, he just needs to um needs to find a way of just freeing him up a little bit and uh, and letting him and letting him do what he what he does so well, which is again start quickly. He's not he's not the slow start and catch up later guy in in the IPL. He's the uh, he's the start quickly guy. So um, it'll be interesting to see how they go on on Tuesday, whether if Rohit comes back into that side and. If so, uh, well, we assume he will come back into the side. It'll be interesting to see if, if Ishan Kishan stays at the top of the order, if K L Rahul gets left out, or if Hishan uh, then gets dropped down the order. Don't really know anything. Can't really, obviously, Judge Shuri Koma Yadav. unfortunately, didn't get to bat, which is, which is unfortunate. Well,
3: I was going to go to um, Neil with that exact question. Surya Yadav making his debut today. I've been waiting for that for ages now. I've loved watching him for the Mumbai Indians. He's overdue an international debut. Wasn't the scope there with the, that batting order to maybe just Push Sherrish Aya down a place and let Suryakumar Yadav come in and get a few balls at the end of that Indian knock? Potentially,
1: although they may be looking at him as a backup finisher to Hardik, which is why he'd have been slated at six or seven originally. The finisher role has been a real problem for India in both formats of white ball previously since uh Dhoni's slowdown and hardick's injury um we've had real issues there and if it appears that uh, dinesh Karthik is going to be left to do his commentating duties then we definitely need someone to uh, to back up hardick the last odi world cup we're really missing Hardik after after he got injured so sky could definitely do that And he could do a job further up the order. We've seen what he does for Mumbai there. But with Kohli and Pant, um, potentially it's uh, for providing a bit more impetus um, up from his standard number five at Delhi, then... We've got two generational talents in those positions. So the finisher role would be the most obvious for him to go into.
4: This is often an issue for players coming in from domestic cricket to international cricket is that almost everyone wants to bat in those, unless you're Hardik Pundy or Kyron Pollard, you want to bat in those th- top three or four positions. And that's where you get noticed, but then you have to slot in behind the players who are already batting in those top three or four positions. The game was done by the time by the time Risha Punt got out. I don't think you would have learned anything really from uh, sending Surya in at that point. I think if you're being hypercritical, you could say, you know, why not be ruthless and send Hardik in to finish the game at that point. But I think by that point, it didn't really matter who you sent in. Ash, listening to Owen Morgan
3: after the game, he was saying pretty much what we said on this podcast, really. I think his exact words were, or his very close words were, I don't really mind what the scoreline is at the end of this series. I want to be tested on various different tracks. Today was a slow track. He was disappointed with the way England played on it, but they will learn from that in the future with the world cup around the corner. He said, he's looked at the, uh, Track for the third game, that's red clay likely to turn. He's happy with that because they want to be tested on turning tracks too. So, from that perspective, do the results actually matter? they're actually looking to try and mould this team and get this team experience with the World Cup coming up in the autumn?
2: I think it's a difficult one I think obviously at the end of the day we look at it it is just preparation for the World Cup the results aren't too important in that sense but you want to build up that confidence you want to get the players into that position where they are used to winning in those conditions if you can so I think the results are still important obviously there's a lot more to it than that and I'm sure for someone like Morgan who obviously thinks about the game very very deeply I'm sure he's looking for a lot of other things and they're probably higher up in his priorities but I can't I don't think you can come away and say that you'd be happy or anything with if we lost say 4-1 from here I think you're going to still want to 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 really come away with a series win if you can
3: Rito same question to you really but just a slight different angle on it it's not yeah, Winning is important. You gain confidence from winning. And if they'd won today, England could have made that a massive tick. Still a little tick though, isn't it? On the basis that they have experienced that slow surface. It's different to what they used to. So getting 11 players out there, experiencing how that all works can only
0: be a good thing long term. Yeah, it can be a good thing long-term, James, but this cricketers, this England cricketers, they want to obviously want to win. Yeah, they want to gain that experience going into the T20 World Cup later in the year, but let me say that England haven't won a T20 series against India yet, so they obviously want to win the series, and to do it in India would be something absolutely huge for Owen Morgan, and that would boost their confidence by a lot. So obviously, yes, winning matters for this England team.
3: That's a really good point, that, actually, so because they lost against India last time out back home in England, didn't they? So this Group of players could do a yeah you know, could get a big fillip out of beating India over the next three games, couldn't
0: they? Yeah, uh, obviously that will be the biggest tonic for them going to the World Cup, beating probably the favourites uh, on on their home soil and Rohit Sharma coming back into the side for the next from the next game. Uh, if they can beat them comprehensively, that will even give them a lot more confidence going into that tournament.
3: Right, chaps, controversy time. And before I say this, I'm going to start this with the caveat that made absolutely no difference to the result whatsoever. England were outplayed today. This isn't a partisan comment. It's a comment on the umpiring. And it was the stumping on Virat Kohli. I just want to go around to you, just either one or two words, out or not out. Neil? I
1: couldn't tell because the focus on the shot on my TV... <laughs> uh, for that side-on, uh, so it, it was literally marginal, but I couldn't tell off off that shot. I don't know if it was just my TV or if it was quite blurry for everyone. I wanted higher resolution, but I do think that this time they actually checked from the stump cam and from others. My view with no backing up either way was not out. That
3: is Neil's version of one or two words. Um, Ash.
2: Out, I thought it was an abysmal decision. To be honest, he took his time. He looked at it. There was nothing behind the line from any of the angles, and yeah, it was somehow not out. But I think that might come down true as was batting, possibly.
4: Knuckle. I was on comms at the time. I called it out, then called it not out, then called it out again. I would probably say out, but I do understand why the umpire was on un- the third umpire
0: was unsure. Reto, yeah, I do agree with Neil's point that it was blurry vision with that zoomer. But if I was the third umpire, I would ask the rider to load the three-letter out. So we're
3: kind of leaning towards out or, or other, well, we're going either out or blurred, aren't we? <laughs> or, not, or not quite sure. Certainly nobody's saying definitely in, which is surely the point that you've got to be convinced there's something behind the line. And I don't think anybody was, I, on Twitter, massive great big load of um, comments came back in when I suggested it was it was out. Only a couple of Indians were saying, I need to get my go-to spec savers. Um, everybody else was saying definitely out. No conclusive proof anything was behind the line. And this is um getting to be a little Bit of a problem this in this series, Knuckle, isn't it? That you know we're kind of the third umpire's role in this raise its head again.
4: Yeah, TV umpire for Enda Sharma not hugely experienced in that role. Um, I know Adam Collins, the journalist, has and commentator has called for specialist TV umpires, a little bit like you have specialist VAR operators or TMOs in, in other sports. And maybe it, maybe it's time for that. I can understand why if your thinking is I want there to be definitive proof that he is out that you might give that not out. As I say, I called it out then not out then out again and you know fundamentally it made absolutely no difference to the result so i don't want to spend too much of my energy on it certainly it will be better when we can have a situation where we have the uh the highest quality of umpires back neil uh, we talked about this before on the podcast obviously during the test
3: series where there were a few third umpire decisions as knackle's saying there there's no reason why somebody in london with a, a decent internet connection. Somebody in Las Vegas with a de- decent internet connection couldn't be doing that job, is there?
1: Or at ICC Towers in Dubai, they could have complete control over it. Considering you can screen uh, games all over the world, then why not centralise it? Absolutely, you'd get a much better quality of umpiring because these would be people who are specially trained on uh, every every single part of it, and it would take away the perception of bias. On on that, I do think it's a little bit poor for certain elder former umpires on commentary to be wink-wink suggesting it makes a difference who the batsman is. I think that propagates uh, the perception that there is bias, and I don't think it's... Uh, it's a particularly responsible route to go down.
3: I totally agree with you. And as myself and Knuckle have said, made absolutely diddly squat difference to the result because England were already down and out by then. The, the makeup of that third umpire and where that third umpire is and the standard of that third umpire does need looking at if we're going to go forward. Hopefully we'll be out of COVID soon anyway, so it won't make any difference. But does just give, as, uh, as Neil suggested there, people scope to point fingers at people that probably don't deserve to have fingers pointed at them, um, which is unfortunate for the game, I think let's uh, round up then today one apiece in this series I'm crying out for a game that goes to the wire test matches we didn't so far in this T20 international series we haven't either Neil I want to see a game that goes down to the final ball I want to see a super over I want to see something that actually gets me in squeaky bum territory
1: I think we all do I don't want a game to be over at, at half time I, I don't think although some people may suggest it um, that it has been over at the toss yet but neither team has performed well enough in the first innings of the team games to really provide much of a challenge to the other come the end so yeah we want to see someone get in there, put on a really good score and then
3: have to fight like hell to uh, defend it. Yeah,
4: 190
3: plays 190, we go into a
4: super over, that would be quite nice Knuckle, wouldn't it? Yeah, they've both been uh, under par total, I think England were, uh, India batted poorly at the start of their innings really, other than Treas India batted poorly throughout on Friday, today, uh, I think Roy and again, you, you can't win a, no, that's not true, you can win a T20 game with two batters, it's been done before but it's very difficult and 164 was a Bit below bar India made it I think look more below par than it was so we've ended up with two quite simple chases yeah I would absolutely love either a you know a, one of those sort of what I'm going to call a Rajasthan Royals game of 220 plays 220 or some or even a real sort of um, squeaker where the balls sort of where the ball's turning and it's a real hard grind and it, and, it, and it's very close you do want at least one of those before this with all these series is out that said I do think the the quality of the cricket from in general was higher today than it was on on Friday I think certainly three of England's bowlers bowled very well. It was Jordan will have better days and obviously Tom Curran and Ben Stokes. But I thought Sam Curran and Jofra Archer were very good and Adler Rashid was a bit unlucky in in, in the way they bowled. Um, India were made to in theory, work a little bit harder than England were the other day. But Ishan Kishan did that work superbly. Yeah,
3: Ben Stokes dropping that catch off Adler Rashid was a little bit of a um, a, a kick in his teeth, wasn't it, today? Because Adler Rashid, I, th- I agree, I think he bowled quite nicely. He came on at a difficult time as well with Ishan Kishan, the left-hander, looking to get after him. Ash the two best teams in the world in terms of international cricket hopefully the the final three games as we said are a little bit tighter than we've seen so far we want to see a real cliffhanger
2: yeah we want to see two or three absolute humdingers don't we really where throughout the game you you really cannot tell who's going to win and at the moment I think we've two of the best teams in the world and each of them has performed probably to sort of the upper echelons of their ability in one game each and sadly it's been in different games Um, I'd just love to see them both perform at those upper levels in the Same game because it would it, be such an entertaining game and no doubt extremely tight because there's not much between the sides at all.
3: Rito, is that the problem we've had so far? We've actually got two really good teams that if they get their noses ahead in games, they're very good at putting their their foot on the throat of the opposition and not letting them back in the game.
0: Yeah, India were very ordinary in that first game. England were ordinary today. Hopefully, that's them done. Now they will fight each other toe to toe. toe and but by the, by
3: the point, the point Rito, the, th- the th- point I was making, Rito, is that because you know England got ahead in that first game, never let India get back in. India. Did did the same back again because we got two quite ruthless sides haven't we?
0: Yeah we have got quite ruthless sides but today if you see with England they started off well with the bat, but then the Indian dead bowlers were absolutely superb they deceived England with the, the change of pace and England just looked bamboozled absolutely terrible. and I thought England were one finisher shot in the back end there maybe that's something when Morgan has to look into going into the third game but hopefully now both the teams will fight each other toe-to-toe and won't consider an inch to each other.
3: I do like the word bamboozled Rito. Nice use of that. I like shenanigans and malarkey. We'll try and get those in tomorrow when we come back and talk more about this series. Nicely poised at one all as we go into the uh, final three games as Rito suggested earlier. it's yeah. Does the score matter? Yes the score does matter but then it doesn't matter. That's kind of the backdrop of this with the uh, World Cup coming up in the T20 format in the autumn but both Virat Cole you know in Morgan I am sure would like to come out of this series with a win Ash, Knackle, Neil and Rito we've had quite a few badges on today haven't we thank you very much indeed for joining me for today's show we'll be back again tomorrow as I say to look ahead to game number three in this T20i series it's starting to build up we want that squeaky bum one maybe game number three is where that comes I've been James the Cricket Badger and I'll talk to you again tomorrow
2: Thanks for listening. We will be back every day during England's tour of India. Get in touch on at cricket underscore badger on Twitter. We hope you are enjoying the cricket. See you again tomorrow. Sports Social Podcast Network.